So if you are listening to this and you feel like you are stuck in a cycle of people pleasing and fear of other people's judgments, I want to tell you that this is not forever. We can always heal and walk forward with new ways of thinking and doing. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast. The podcast helping you to express your best in this world to create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. Through authentic and uplifting solo episodes and diverse guest conversations, we explore how you can discover and serve your soul's purpose, transform your mind, cultivate high-performing results, successfully change careers and build your dream business. All of this intended to guide you to fulfill your dream life and impact on this world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and firstly, I want to acknowledge that my voice is quite husky at the moment. I lost it a few day- days ago, and it is coming back, um, but I needed to record this episode today. Uh, I couldn't wait <laughs> because I'm traveling for the next few weeks before coming back home to Melbourne to run the Life of Legacy retreat. So I needed to record this podcast in advance. I won't have any capacity to be recording while I'm on the road. Um, And by the time this episode comes out, it'll be the week of the Life of Legacy retreat, actually. So I'm really looking forward to running that and sharing more about it with you when it happens. Uh, So yeah, recording this episode today, even with a husky voice, (laughs) not the most ideal situation. Um, so bear with me and enjoy this deeper tone for the rest of this episode. <laughs> now today, what I am talking about is how to stop people pleasing. This is a common obstacle, a common fear that holds us women back, especially in the last couple of weeks. I've had multiple conversations with mentoring clients about how this underlying hum of people-pleasing holds them back on certain decisions, holds them back on like being able to express their fullest, therefore being able to achieve the greatest version of themselves in this life. And this is something that I am very familiar with. People-pleasing, a close relative to fear of other people's judgments and opinions. And the reason why I'm familiar with this is because for many of my primary school years, I was bullied. Why? Well, I was a Vietnamese, Austral- I was a, an Asian Australian growing up in Australia. I didn't know how to speak English properly. I was the nerdy kid who knew the answers to everything and was very eager to put her hand up and to please the teachers. Uh, but that didn't quite please the other kids in the classroom. So I got bullied. I didn't have any many friends at all. In fact, at recess, so um, during like a morning morning break, my parents would drop in so I could have someone to hang out with and to talk with because otherwise I'd just be sitting by myself. And this experience during my childhood years, being bullied for being different, you know, like not understanding the Australian culture, not knowing like what breakfast foods were and bringing stinky Vietnamese food to um, to school for lunch. Like anything that meant I was different scared me. So I was trained. It, it became ingrained into me to want to be anything but different. 
I became a serial people pleaser and lost my sense of self as I would mold to fit whoever I was with. I didn't even have an opinion anymore. You know, like if someone asked me for my opinion, I wouldn't want to share first because what if it was against what everyone else thought and they would laugh at me? I just would agree with whoever I was with. And this lasted for most of my high school years until one incident uh, when I was in year nine. And I remember this so clearly. I was at a party and my friends tried to pressure me into smoking and taking some substances. And this was something that I had been warned against. Like my parents had drilled into me from a young age, like never smoke, never take drugs, it's bad for you. Um, And, you know, subconsciously it was against what I stood for as well because I was a big proponent of health. I was exercising, eating well, and to me, like smoking and taking substances in this context wasn't in alignment to those values. So during this moment, I realized I had to choose. I had to choose to do something that I was blatantly against. Uh, It was against what I personally stood for or to choose to stand my ground and to stop people pleasing and to do the thing that was right for me. And this scared me because for such a long time, it was my unconscious pattern to please other people. I I wanted to be liked and accepted by others. But then I remember that in that moment, I had a realization. And I thought to myself, what's the worst that could happen if they don't like my decision? I could just get new friends, right? And if they really force me or they stop liking me because I say no and I don't want to do something that they are doing, then they're not my people anyway. I don't want anything to do with these type of people if that's going to be who they are. So I said no. And in that moment, I felt something I hadn't felt in a long time. I felt a rush of empowerment and freedom within myself. Like it was this obvious wave of feeling so liberated because I had escaped the grasp of external expectations. Like I was no longer, you know, a, a victim and I was no longer a prisoner to what other people wanted of me. This felt so good. <laughs> it felt so good that I started to finally allow my authentic truth to come out again. You know, this happened slowly over the coming years. I remember, um, like at lunchtime, I would study, even though people were like, oh my God, you study so much. And I was like, no, like I want to get good grades, so I'm going to study at lunchtime. And I did the thing that got a little bit of judgment. And like my friends were like, oh, why don't you hang out with us at lunchtime? Why disappear and go and study in this library? But I did what I wanted to do. And I remember at formal, at um, year 12 formal, I wore this extra AF princessy Cinderella gown because I wanted to wear this gown. Even though most girls were wearing more like short body hugging cocktail dresses. So I went against what most people were doing. I wasn't going to please everyone else and like fit in with the seemingly dress code. I chose to do what I wanted to do, what I felt beautiful in. And guess what? In the end, 
I ended up winning best dressed at that formal. That was like another piece of evidence that reaffirmed that I was on the right track, that I didn't have to blend in to be accepted. In fact, maybe standing out was actually a positive thing. Maybe it actually could benefit me. And another thing in school, I remember like being at a private girls' school, uh, you know, we're kind of starved of exposure to boys. So when we had socials and teamed up with our uh, brother's school, you know, other girls would get into all these relationships and they would like be boyfriend and girlfriend for like two months. And I stood my ground and I was like, I'm not going to buy into this. I don't need to have a boyfriend just to be cool. It was just going to last two weeks or two months anyway. So then I would stay single and I would choose not to please other people and what they were all doing and what was deemed to be uh, the acceptable, cool thing to do. So that started to come out over time. And now, if you haven't already realised, I'm a full-time rebel. (laughs) I do so many things that are contrary to the standardised paradigm and I have never felt more liberated. Here are some examples. I'm plant-based, and that puts me in the minority group. Uh, Having a business, doing mindset and life coaching, when previously I used to laugh at 25-year-old girls who were doing mindset coaching. I was like, what do they know? And then I became one. Moving overseas and going against what my parents or some of my friends would have wanted me to do, Uh, choosing to let go of a 10-year relationship and the prospect of marriage and having someone by my side and essentially just like going against the expectations of society and the bias that if you're with someone, then that's success. And if you're not with someone and you're alone, then, you know, you're a failure. There's something wrong with you. So disappointing certain people in my life to make that decision. And also, even just like not drinking. I I don't drink, even though sometimes I do love to party, I I love to go to music festivals, but I do it all sober. And in a culture where drinking is norm and, you know, at a party, everyone's like, oh, come on, just one drink, like, why not? Saying no is something that I know a lot of people struggle with. So these are a few examples of ways that you could say I am a rebel or I'm just true to myself. And of course, like I'm not perfect. I'm still susceptible to being emotionally affected by other people's judgments. And I still can catch myself falling into the default pattern of people pleasing. Um, But it's something that I have significantly healed and something that I have come a long way with. And I do believe that to some degree, there's always going to be a tendency to people, please. You know, it's it's always going to be a part of our reality because it is a survival instinct to fit in with our tribe. Uh, you know, if we are too different to the culture around us, then it threatens our survival. So, we, we do live in an interpersonal, interconnected world with others. So there's always going to be some sort of bias to want to fit in and people please. And I think that is normal. 
But if you are someone who is stuck in that cycle of people pleasing and fear of other people's judgments, then I want to tell you that this is not forever. We can always heal and walk forward with new ways of thinking and doing. And it starts with this. Reminding yourself, firstly, that you could be the juiciest peach in the world, but there's still going to be someone out there who doesn't like peaches. So what are you going to do about that? Like, are you going to force them to like peaches? No, like maybe they just like watermelons more. And that's just how humanity is. There's a huge spectrum of different preferences and personalities and, you know, viewpoints. So you could be the juiciest peach, but you just still won't be able to please everyone. And that is okay. And something that comes to mind when it comes to this at the moment for me is Taylor Swift who is currently touring the world, selling out stadiums of people. She's broken records for having the most singles in the top 10 music charts, right? She's just crushing it. Yet there are still people who are gonna be like, ugh, Taylor Swift, she can't even sing. Like, what's so special about her anyway? Yet she is out there breaking records and doing more than any other singer has been able to do. So remembering that you just can never please everyone. And also something that I have found really helpful to remind myself is that other people's reactions are more of a reflection of them than it is about us. I'll say that again. Other people's reactions are more a reflection of them than it is of us. Because people's reactions are always going to be a projection of their own beliefs, their own view of the world, their own limited understandings and um, outlook. So what I mean by that is like, for example, Taylor Swift, like there will be musicians who will bow down and worship Taylor Swift because they know the skill and the talents that she has to write music, to perform, to play the different instruments that she does. Like they can appreciate and recognize how bloody incredible she is. But there are gonna be people who just like don't understand the world of music. They they don't understand it. Their mind doesn't comprehend music and what's involved and what's required. So they just can't then appreciate what Taylor Swift has to offer. (laughs) So then they're like, oh, you know, what's so special about her anyway? And their reaction is like, you know, oh, she's not that good. But really, that's not about Taylor Swift. That's more of a reflection of that person's limited understanding of music. There's always going to be varying reactions to the same thing. Like walking to an art gallery, there's, there's going to be art that is just phenomenal. And there's going to be someone who doesn't have an eye for art. They're going to walk in and they'll be like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> But it's like, okay, like, can you really? So reminding ourselves that other people's reactions are simply a projection of them. It's not about us. It is about them more than anything. And like, there's going to be such a wide spectrum of reactions. Like one, one event can elicit such a range of reactions from different people based on their current understanding of the world, that if we were to contort ourselves and to diminish ourselves to the point that we please 
like most people and we don't offend anyone and we don't trigger anyone and and we don't get judgment from anyone then we're probably going to be just like sitting in our house never leaving because it's never going to happen you know you could even look at someone these days for a second too long and then you're going to offend them right so remembering other people's reactions are more about them than it is about us and reminding ourselves as well that you know if we bend ourselves to keep peace with someone else then we're going to be starting a war within ourselves so is it worth it keeping peace with someone else but then starting a war within ourselves i say not because one is fleeting and the other is deep and more ongoing and if we have an uncomfortable conversation with someone if we do something that is in our truth but it disappoints someone else or it frustrates someone else or whatever then that is fleeting but if we break our own moral code if we act out of integrity with ourselves if we do something that is not true to what we believe in then that self discontentment maybe the guilt maybe the shame that's going to be more ongoing like i've had this before back in um back in the earlier days of my personal training i had to learn this lesson early on because i was working in an appointment based business and you know i would have clients who would want certain times of the day and certain times of the week and i previously would just agree to all of their preferences and i would find myself myself working around the clock working around the week and that eventually caused me to overstretch myself you know get really burnt out become resentful of my clients i would feel like i'm a victim i'd fall into that disempowered victim mentality so i was keeping peace with these other people but then i was causing this war within my own mind within my own body and then that caused physiological reactions cuz like i wouldn't be able to sleep as well and i'd be stressed and i'd feel anxious so starting this war within myself just to keep peace with other people when also it may might not even have to be one or the other like what if i can have boundaries within myself and also still also still work with other people as well you know integrate with them instead of giving them all the times to choose from i could have been like okay i'm available monday tuesday wednesday nights and then thursday mornings like pick the time within those time frames that work for you and that's business like we've got to have boundaries otherwise we're just going to spread ourselves and give out give parts of us away to others bit by bit until we don't even have ourselves anymore and that's what i do now like i've got these certain time slots that i work generally monday tuesday nights and friday mornings for mentoring and podcast episodes podcast interviews and it's within those time slots that i'm available now lastly reminding ourselves that people pleasing isn't win win it's not you know please the other person and then we get the uh, better end of the stick as well it's actually the opposite it's actually lose lose because we're compromising ourselves we're compromising ourselves and then the other person doesn't even get to know our truth nor will they have the opportunity to face their own triggers to grow within themselves to be expanded in different ways when they are being challenged 
Like, for example, there was a time where I would be talking to my friends and I would diminish my wins and my achievements so that I wouldn't trigger them. I wouldn't make them feel bad about themselves. Like, I didn't want to come across as, I guess, I didn't want to come across as showing off but what I was really doing was I was dimming my own light and I was not acknowledging and being proud of something that I had worked for and I deserve like self-acknowledgement for and I'm not saying that you've got to show off and be arrogant and try to belittle your friends who might not be doing as well as you but what I'm saying is we've got to be proud of ourselves we get that We get that gift when we work for something and we earn it. And I actually think that humility, like the the common perception of humility, like just making ourselves small is not true humility. And I had this conversation with one of my friends recently talking about how humility and like trying to like diminish our achievements and holding back on sharing our wins, like that is actually the ego speaking. It's like we want to portray a certain image of ourselves. We want to be seen as this down to earth, like humble person. So we're actually, uh, we're letting our ego um, create this persona when really true humility is owning all parts of us. And that is the part of us that gets to celebrate ourselves and to seek some sort of celebration from others as well so that we can all celebrate together. Um, That was a bit of a tangent, but going back to what I was saying before, I would diminish myself because I was scared that my friends would feel maybe a bit guilty, maybe they'd feel uh, bad about themselves, that they're not doing the things that I was doing. But does it have to be like that? Like what if me sharing my achievements and my wins and, and just being true to where I'm at in life, what if that inspires them to be better? Because it could go either way. Like, sure, sharing that type of information with someone could cause them to feel bad about themselves and cause them to feel triggered, but it also gives them the opportunity to look at the unhealed parts of them, take accountability, take responsibility, and maybe step up in their lives, be more inspired to become more and to do more. So like when we are constantly pleasing other people, we actually take away their opportunity to grow and to expand themselves because we're not showing them different perspectives and different uh, things that they haven't previously come across. So these are some things that you can remind yourself about to overcome people pleasing. And what I would recommend to get started on this journey, just like I did when I was in high school, is to start small. And I challenge you over the next 24 hours or as soon as possible, I'm sure you have an opportunity in the next 24 hours to do this, is to stay within your boundaries and to act in integrity. And maybe that's to say no for the first time in a safe environment. You know, maybe you're constantly saying yes, maybe you're constantly bending yourself to please others. But in the next 24 hours, are you able to create a scenario where you say no? 
where you stand in your truth and your integrity, you stand in within your boundaries and do it in a safe environment. Like maybe it's, you know, within your family, maybe it's with your partner, like do it in a place where the the stakes aren't that high. <laughs> so start small and notice in that moment how it feels. Notice the consequences of you standing in your boundaries or lack thereof. Maybe there aren't any consequences and you just imagined and created the narrative that there would be consequences. Notice how both parties may actually be benefiting because you are staying within your boundaries. You are not bending yourself. You're not acting out of integrity just to please the other person in that moment. Notice this. Use it as feedback and as evidence that this is safe. This is a positive interaction. It's not going to threaten your security, your safety. It's not going to threaten your well-being. Show your brain that it is okay to say no. And then from there, do it again in the next 24 hours. And keep note of this. Like Make a list in your journal so that you can stay on top of these little wins, these little personal victories, then do it again in the next 24 hours and again. And then after one week, you would ideally have at least seven different incidences where you have previously people please, but now you have stood your ground and you haven't. And notice how liberating and empowering it is Notice yourself starting to rewire your conditioning so that your default MO isn't to people please, but is to act in integrity, to be true to yourself while also, you know, living in this interpersonal world and considering others as well. Because this isn't about just being completely selfish and forgetting that other people exist and they have feelings and they have needs, but being able to integrate both so that you do serve yourself. Okay, friends, that is the end of another episode. I really hope that that has been helpful for you, that that is practical and you can put in place tangible steps to move forwards on healing your people-pleasing tendencies. And I really like to share my own stories because I hope that that gives you context. And if you have been in a similar situation before, it gives you permission to do the same in your life. And before I wrap up this episode, I do want to mention that a big part of Power Your Potential is for you to develop deep-rooted confidence so that you can step into your fullest potential and unleash your greatest life. It all starts with owning yourself. It all starts with you making decisions and showing up in a way that expresses yourself fully so that you can achieve all the things that you want to, regardless of other people's expectations, regardless of external factors. So if this is something that you want to step into, as well as many other things, uh, getting clear on your heart-centered purpose, developing mindset fundamentals, stepping into high performance habits and results, then you will get this Empower Your Potential. This is your last chance to join because we start in just a couple of weeks' time. We've, I've run 10 rounds of this before. Each round is revolutionary. Uh, last round sold out. 
with women from all over the world and there is a reason for that. So if you're sitting on the fence, then I highly encourage you to ask yourself, like, what is there to lose? Could this be the one decision that 2024 you thanks you for? That creates a whole new path in your life that you never look back on. So if you're interested, the link will be in the podcast show notes. Just click it, uh, find out more information there to and, and to apply. No obligations or anything. It is simply you taking that leap to explore what you're truly made of. And then we can um, have a chat and make sure that this is the right fit for you. All right, team. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day. Keep showing up as your highest self. I'm now going to go to rest my voice. Actually, not really. I've got three more hours of mentoring and podcast um, interviews. (laughs) But after that, I am going to rest my voice. And then I will catch you in the next episode. I'll talk to you soon.